Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Jane Davis with me. She is the owner of What Jane Baked. Hey there. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. This is an awesome opportunity, and I can't wait to share um, any business details with you guys. Yeah. So you sent your bio before um, to me a little earlier, and I'm like so intrigued with your story. So you were in the army for six years. Yes. Tell us, I want to tell, I want to hear your story, hear your background and how your business kind of came into fruition. Well, so I joined the army right uh, right out of high school. So I was only 18 years old. Um, I joined in as a paralegal and, um, Funny enough is that my career goal was to end up um, as an attorney, go to law school, finish my paralegal um, training with the Army and so forth, and that's it. But And then um, I had my first daughter at, um, during my contract, so about four years ago, and I just became a stay-at-home mom plus paralegal in the Army and... Um, And I just really enjoyed being a mom and just staying at home rather than be career driven. Yeah. Um, But uh, for her celebration, like for her birthdays, I just enjoyed making her birthday cakes. I wanted um, that kind of sentimental, you know, tradition that goes on with my kids, make their own cakes or whatnot. And so that's how it started. And every time we went out for uh, my kids' birthdays, I'd get compliments from strangers that never me or my kids they're like wow who made that cake (laughs) yeah I mean this is exactly how it happened they're like who made your cake I'm like oh I did I did yeah like can I get your number (laughs) (laughs) so that's how it started so I just um had to have people reach out to me and it didn't really start off as a business it was just me out there just helping other parents out with cakes and then I was like you know what Let's do this. Let's do this. So um, my mom was actually the one who inspired me to start my business. And um, and I started two years ago last year. Oh, yeah. A year ago is when it officially started to, you know, get cranking out cakes. Um, But right now I see this as my full time thing. I mean, this is it. Um, Just like um, what's that one? Judge Judge Judy has once said, as she said, if you find something that you are, um, what is it? I can't even think of it right now, but um, adept at, and you never have to work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel with my cakes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I'm sure, so you have two daughters now. Yes, I do. Right? And I'm sure they love eating your cake. Oh, absolutely. They're chocolate lovers. So. Yeah. I love that. So, okay, I have some fun questions for you. Okay. You ready? Yes. Nothing, none of them are too hard. Don't worry. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Spaghetti. No hesitation. I, thought, I was like, she's not going to say cake. No. <laughs> that would be I'm difficult. Tired of cake. <laughs> spaghetti. That's a good choice. Yes. Do you make spaghetti a lot? Yes, I do. Yeah. My husband's tired of it. <laughs> I, think, I, I think if I had a past life, I was Italian. So <laughs> that's funny. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could choose one person to keep you company, who would it be? Um, and none of your family's listening. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it would have to be my husband. I mean, we're partners for life. It would have to be them. I mean, I wouldn't want 
Either one of my kids stranded on an island with me. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. That's a good answer. Yeah. What about one animal? Do you have any pets? Yes, I do. Um, my favorite animal is a cat. Dog. Yeah. It always has been. Um, dogs are a close second, but yeah. I have to choose a cat. They're independent. And yeah, they wouldn't be like holding you down and holding oh, you back. absolutely not. Oh a a dog would be very dependent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What is something that you hate but you wished that you loved? Oh, that's tough. Okay. Huh. Okay. Let me think. Well, um, let's stay in the food category. Kind of wish I enjoyed sushi. Ah. The only kind of sushi I would eat, which is, I guess, doesn't count as sushi as a California roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I will say with sushi, I used to be the same way. And I started going to um, Hakuchao. Mm-hmm. And I just had my boyfriend. I'm like, just order something. I don't want to know what's in it. Like, don't. I don't yeah. want to like look at it too hard. But it's always good. I don't even know what I'm eating, but it, it always tastes good. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I gotta know what's in it. <laughs> so, what is it about it that that you're averse to? Tim's a big sushi fan. Yeah, it's my favorite kind of food. So, wh- oh. what 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 is it that you are afraid of? I guess the rawness of it. <laughs> are you afraid of it, or is it a texture thing? I would have to say both, both texture and the fact that it's raw. (laughs) And I think California roll, I mean, I think the crab is faux crabs. Yeah, it's it's, it's haddock, so it's it's not even real crab. You're right. Yeah, that's funny. People feel strongly about their sushi, though. Yeah, Yeah. I would would love to try to educate you on sushi. (laughs) Please do. My husband would appreciate it. Does he like sushi? Yes. Uh, yes. So he's like, dang it, Jane. And I just, he always gets the most expensive type of sushi when we go out to Japanese restaurants. So You don't try it at all? Oh, absolutely not. You've but not tried it? I've seen those fish eggs on top. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder if either of your girls will, will try it. Have they yet? No. I mean, they're no, too they want, They're picky just like me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we stick to our spaghetti and macaroni and <laughs> that's funny so oh. it'd really freak you out to tell you that one of my other favorite foods is steak tartare oh Oof, i can't even do that no Mm-mm. too much you're missing it <laughs> i promise tim you. is such a foodie <laughs> yes well, so educate me <laughs> so jane tell us about the different cake flavors that you offer and kind of your favorite types of or what, what kind of design can you do anything or do you have like a special like niche that you like to stick with as far as your, the design of your cakes? Yes. Um, now that I, um, I'm rebranding my business right now and before I would take any cake order that, um, people come with me for And as long as it's not sculpted cakes. Um, but now I'm trying to focus on my own niche and that's my buttercream flowers and petal work. That mm-hmm. is what I love to do and where I can get the most creative. Um, and that's where I'm hoping um, in the long run it comes to just focus on weddings because weddings are mostly floral anyways. Yeah. So I'm hoping one day just to focus on weddings. Yeah. And um, as far as flavors, my most popular flavors are my white chocolate raspberry and Oof. my Biscoff and white chocolate. Those have been my long running crowd pleasers. Yeah. Um, those both sound are. so good. I think it's like getting to be lunchtime. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm with your sister. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you do, um, but currently you still do birthday cakes to people. 
or wanting the floral type thing? Yes. Or? Yes. Okay. I, still, I still take birthday cakes. I'm just hoping that one day just to focus on weddings. Cakes. Well, and like bridal showers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, I do accept wedding cakes and some baby showers. Um, mm-hmm. I tend not. I tend to not accept boyish theme cakes. Yeah. No offense, but yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just not. It's just not me. Well, you're your girl mom. <laughs> yeah, I am. So. <laughs> I love that. So what's your what's the biggest wedding cake that you have made thus far? Ooh, okay. So a guest count of 250 is the biggest one I've made. And I made a five-tiered cake, which needed plus cupcakes um, to go with it to feed all the guests. So that's yeah. the largest wedding I've had so far. I don't... How do you transport that? How do you get that to a wedding? That stresses me out. It's stressful. My husband, he's my um, delivery boy. He calls himself the distribution manager. But <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he prefers that title. But he is my driver because I, I get too stressed out when I have cakes in the back. When I get, this is a funny story, when I get, or when I'm in the car with people and they start to get road rage, I'm like, you need to calm down. Like, they might have a cake back there. Exactly. You don't know. Exactly. I mean, that's one thing I really need to get is a sign for the back of my car that says There's cake a on cake board. in here. Yeah, cake yeah. on board because it's really stressful. And there, I've had people give um, my husband looks when we're taking very slow turns around uh, sharp curves, yeah. especially when we live up in the mountains. We do have weddings that are like in Sparta. Oh, wow. Those are the curviest roads I've ever seen in my life. So, oh my God. Let me take you to West Virginia. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a whole different state. There's like a, there's like, it should be like a surcharge for, um, for extra curvy delivery. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So, a five tier cake. So, Mm -hmm. do you let your brides and grooms, they, they come do like tastings to see what flavor that they want? Yes. Um, most well, most brides and grooms, I actually like to just pick up their samples from me and just take home and just try it at their own yeah. leisure. Um, however, I do have some couples that like to have the consultation experience, mm-hmm. which is which I just have. I meet them at a local coffee store in Mount Airy, and we just uh, sit there, chat, and they try their samples, and I um, uh, draw a little sketch in front of them. And yeah. that's the consultation experience. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So I love that you're, I like that you're like following your niche is where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. weddings are my thing. I like weddings. I like the floral things. Um, what's kind of the most out of the box for your style cake that you've done thus far? Well, it was definitely outside of weddings, <laughs> <laughs> but I've had to do, a, I mean, I never, I told myself I've never accept a sculpted cake before or ever <laughs> And I accepted an order, which was a sculpted cow. Oh, wow. Fondant horns or whatever you call them. What, was, what kind of event was that for? I'm so curious. It was it was for a birthday. It was for a little boy who <laughs> he wanted loved a cow cows. <laughs> but, and hence, we don't do boy cakes exactly. anymore. Yeah, you're like, no more boy exactly. cakes. Exactly. <laughs> every all, all the moms that come to me for a boy-themed cake, it's always out of the ordinary. Yeah. I've had one mom come to me for a spy, like a sculpted Spider-Man. Do you have, and you're like, listen, I can refer you to somebody, but it's not me. Yeah, it's not, it's not me. So, I mean, the boy thing cakes, they're, they're out of this world. I mean, it's most creative, I, I guess, but it's so out of this world. I just, it's not, it's beyond my expertise. Yeah. yeah. So how did you learn um, to bake? Did you grow up baking? Did, how did that kind of come into fruition? I've always loved baking um, growing up. Um, I don't have any formal formal training or 
or taking any classes, but I've always loved baking growing up. And um, my my dad, he's got a big sweet tooth, so he always he always asked me, so what's for dessert tonight? Yeah. <laughs> so, and growing up, I'd always have something. Um, so it just, it just, I guess, grew from there. I've always loved baking and I'm trying to, um, come up with not exotic flavors, but unique flavors that most bakeries don't have around here. I mean, trying mm-hmm. to stay away from just chocolate and vanilla, which is still something I can do. Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> I do try to come up with like unique pairings and whatnot. Yeah. So. What are some of your, I know you told us you're two most popular, but what are some of your other flavor offerings that you have? Well, I do have a new menu, um, a, a new a, a new range on my menu is a candy bar range, which is oh. cakes inspired by candy bars. And one of my favorite ones is the Kinder Bueno cakes. Oh, yeah. I just recently had my first one of those. <laughs> oh, really? Not the cake, but the candy bar. Oh, the candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always saw them at the store, but I never like got one and somebody bought one for me. I'm like, huh, they're good. Yeah, they are good. And I make my own homemade Kinder Bueno sauce to go oh, in the cake. Yum. So that is um, a new flavor, a new menu actually on my menu on my website that I'm trying to put out there. Yeah. So. What's your What's your website? We'll put it in the show notes too. But Yeah. Um, my website is whatjanebake.com okay and just simple as that yeah i mean even my um hashtags for my social media is when what jane baked and your instagram handle is what jane baked. Jane baked. yeah, yeah exactly. i'm glad those were all available that's, that means you picked a great name that exactly was. exactly it did used to be cakes by jane but i did find out that there's another cakes by jane in Asheville. so uh, <laughs> i like what jane baked it's unique yeah, i think it that's is. fun so are you teaching your girls to bake do either of them have interest yet <laughs> Yes, they do. Um, my oldest daughter, I asked her what she wanted to be when she was older recently, and she said, I want to be a baker. Oh, so. <laughs> love to hear it. Yeah. It's always nice to get them learning and in the kitchen because I know my neither my parents, uh, my mom, and my uh, grandmother, they, they cook some. My mom, not so much. But <laughs> baking... Uh, I don't know. We didn't do a lot of baking growing up. Baking scares me. <laughs> me too. Anyone, can, anyone who says that baking is therapeutic, I agree with them because I need therapy after baking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so precise. Like I think it really depends on people's personality. Like I can I can whip some together and cook something like mm-hmm. pretty. I'm not like an amazing cook, but I can put together a decent dinner. But baking, I, I can fail out on some baking because I just, I guess I'm just not good at the exactness. I'm sitting here looking up recipes for hot dog buns, how to make my own, <laughs> and it's freaking me out. Yeah, that, that I'm means, a cook. I mean, aggressive. you know, my my son is a chef in training, but yeah. I, it just freaks me out the whole. Yeah, well, bread's baking. a different type yeah. of monster. Well, I mean, so are cakes, though. Like, it has to rise perfectly, and it has to, it can't be you know, sunk down in the middle. And this is true. The consistency and has to be yeah. all there. And the leavening agents are very critical. Um, before I started my baking journey, I had no idea that baking powder expires shortly after you open the can. Oh, so wow. It, it only has like a, like a shelf life of two months or like less than two months after you open the can. So, okay, so that maybe that's part of my problem and other people's problem. You have this thing of baking powder that you bought five years ago because oh, no. it never, because you don't ever bake that much. And so when you, you know, use the teaspoon yeah. of baking powder, no, it doesn't do anything. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'll be a baker now. I'll just go buy some <laughs> fresh baking powder and call yeah, it a just day. Make sure Can you, you buy smaller? Smaller quantities, though? I mean, I think the, the thing where they get you is that they sell you this 
larger, I mean, more yeah. than you need, mm-hmm. and then you're stuck in that position of, well, crap, I've got to use these. Yeah, well, because you only typically need, unless you're doing a lot of baking, you don't need more than, you know. A tablespoon here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't even throw out an example because I don't know. (laughs) A spoonful. One of of those spoon things. (laughs) One of those spoons. I don't know. That's funny. What's been your biggest um, hardship or lesson that you've learned being a business owner these last last few years? Um, Well, the biggest hardship is, um, I guess, when I overwhelm myself with too many bookings. Yeah. And because of it, uh, I mean, as a stay at home mom, it's difficult and I have time away. Like I'm, my children are, you know, forced to just take care of themselves. That's the biggest hardship. And it, it, st- it stresses everyone out. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing is just trying to please everyone. I mean, yeah. with, it's just with any business. So that's the hardest part um, because your name is out there and will criticize and that's just the way the world works that's yeah. the biggest hardship i have to say <laughs> yeah i would agree with that you never read the comments <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i can't imagine being like famous and like having a bunch of negative comments about you like you have plenty of positive but mm-hmm. that would it's, be always, it's, it's always that one person that can take you down so. i know <laughs> and even like people that are like big instagram influencers and stuff I've even heard them talk before on video, like that you think you're just a person behind the screen, but that it's so hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like when they do read these mean comments and people, I don't know, there's no reason for that. People should just be nice. Exactly. <laughs> Especially to small business owners, you know? Well, Jane, this time has flown by, but I wow. appreciate you coming on anything. So we'll put your Instagram handle and your website in our show notes so people can okay. find you. Um, so obviously if you were a, bride or if you know of a bride check out jane for for your wedding cake um potentially birthday parties yes <laughs> in the if, it's a, if it's a floral theme um and yeah you can find your menu your flavor menu on your website mm-hmm. uh, yep awesome and i'm sure you can see plenty of your past work on your instagram page yes and awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know about this. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media at Forsyth Mags. And you can find us on online ForsythMags.com. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>